The Long and the Short of It. A Thursday Night in Fecal is produced and narrated by Cleena Donlan in conjunction with Scarif Bay Community Radio and kindly supported by the Derg Credit Union Las Arena Helping Hand Fund. Content was recorded at Shorts Bar in Fecal County Clare between September and December 2023. <laughs> County Clare is famous for its scenic beauty and as Anthony Daly famously recounted on the steps of the Hogan Stand in Croke Park when raising the All-Ireland Trophy for the Banner County in 1995, that in Clare we love our traditional music as well as our hurling. The renowned Willie Clancy Festival in Milton Malby and the legendary festival of Listoon Varna that were both immortalised in the song by Christy Moore are known the world over. Here in East Clare, a tradition that is going longer than both of them takes place every week in the village of Fecal. This is the story of how music, tradition, family and the love of sport all combine to create a unique event that's known quite simply as a Thursday night in Fecal. Welcome to the story as we tell you about the long and the short of it. Episode 1 History Lena Hanrahan was the proprietor of the pub formerly known as Lena's from the 1950s until the 1990s. During the 1960s, Lena began to hold some sessions on a Thursday night in what is now known as the Front Bar. Prior to 1970, when the extension was built and the regular Thursday night session started, there were already many memorable days and nights at Lena's. Local East Clare musician Seamus Bugler, who has been the anchor musician of the Thursday night session for over 30 years, chats with Desmond Kerr, who is one of the musicians who played in the 70s. Together they recall some very special times and people who attended Lena's in the early years. Yeah, we used to come up here on a Sunday evening prior to the extension the present day has been built and it was a fantastic place for, for music of mm. course you had a, the usual here like Joe Ben, Bill Malley Martin Rochford Bob and Paddy Grogan and of course Dr Bill would always drop in before to be over mm. and there used to be great sessions here mm. in Liam's time Jack MacDonald uh, he used to play the piano and his sister also. Matty and myself used to play. He asked me to know would I play here, but when when we did play, do you know that it was Sundays after Mass that we played? Jack MacDonald didn't finish playing and Matty and myself played here and there. We played in Dinyards and Bodike for a long time and we played the old house, they called it, I think, in Six Mile Bridge. We played in Le Hinch. And we played in Liston Varden here, there, in Innes Town, and uh, the Old Ground Hotel. But we played at a lot of weddings here and there. And uh, Matty played the trumpet, of course, one time. We played here, sure. And then when Jack MacDonald finished playing, uh, Dan Moriarty, the great drummer, came along. So we played a good lot, Dan and myself here. We played in Rochester's and Scariff. We played in John Minogue's and Tulla. So we had great nights, but... What was great about it was the people that came in here mm. and 
uh, when I'd come down there and I'd be maybe late coming after, which be time and hey that time there was no round bales them times. James or Paddy Hassel wouldn't dare them. But uh, it was trying to be time and hey. We'd come in there and I had the bodyguards with me. I did Coney. Yes. Great. And Andrew Shady Mac, the doctor as they called him, and the Count Moroni. And he'd be great bagelman and Tom Hinchy, they're all gone now. They were all good side of Jim Coney's got comer in that country over and Pat Liddy from Tolan, Mike McGrath. Sure I'd have lots of lads come, Bob Conroy, you could have anyone coming. Or if they were stuck for a lift, sure I'd bring him. But I uh, wished of great old nights. What I did notice about it was that the there wouldn't be too many in first and which that plane. And Michael McMahon had come in. Michael the care they called him. Yes. I don't know why he was called that. But he'd come in and a cap. And he wasn't wasn't a man of a lot of words like. But which that plane and he would order a half one and the next day he'd drink it. And he was out on the floor dancing. And that man had ten kids, ten children. A uh, great character and his brother Packy. They were great characters and the sad thing about it they're gone and you won't see their equals anymore. They were lovely people. They took a drink and they took a smoke. But when the music started, they watched the floor. Not only is Des a good man for the stories, he's also well able to sing a song. In front of the fire in shorts, on a dreary Sunday evening in November, he sings The Banks of Mulrai Bay. Sure the golden sun was setting, far beyond the ocean blue. And the silvery moon is rising, or the glittering mountain view. I often dream of our land, and my friends are far away, and the bonny hills of Fanad, on the banks of Mulray Bay. I often see my mother sitting by her cottage door, my sisters and my brothers, as they wander round the shore. On a lovely summer's evening, in that dear land far away, and the fishing boats still anchored on the banks of Mulray Bay. I may never see my Mary, nor the place where I was born. I may never see the reapers mowing down that yellow corn. I may never see dear old Ireland, where I sported life so gay. With the boys from Balneyhilly, 
on the banks of Mulray Bay. Now I am a lonely exile, far away from my native home. A poor, a forlorn stranger, this wild world I must roam. But I'll never forget, dear old Ireland, or that morning dark and grey when i said good-bye to mary on the banks of mulray bay sure the golden sun was setting far beyond the ocean blue and the silvery moon is rising or the glittering mountain view. But I'll never forget, dear old Ireland, or that morning dark and grey, when I kissed goodbye to Mary on the banks of Mulray Bay. When I said goodbye to Mary, on the banks of Mulray Bay. It was most unusual here that you had people of every age group. You had people in their 80s, maybe 90s. You had people in their teens. A man went over and he brought a teenage girl out dancing as well as a lady of his own. They all mixed together, which was most remarkable. They used to mark that like, you know, that they mixed together. Uh, should we just go to Rogers? As Rogers is a great house too, and unfortunately, Mickey and Father Manus and Jerry and Paddy and uh, Brendan—they're all gone. We used to have great nights there too, and Dan and Matty Ryan and myself. And the boss here used to come in and not him when he Matty couldn't come to get him. Was the bother? You down in Galway or in in Gort, they dance the South Galway sit. Four could go dancing, eight could go dancing, or sixteen. But the thing about the round the house dancing. Two could go out, or a thousand and two could go out. So you see, you you weren't caught like so. A lad could pull a lady, come on, and then round and round and round and round and stop, stay going, load up. Do you know there was no figures as such like? Yeah. But it was lovely. And three reels and three waltzes. Three yeah. reels, three waltzes. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Like Bill O'Donnell, he was a noted character, great dancer. He's got a scarlet for lot, but uh, anyway, uh, Matty comes in and Denny Hunt. And there'd be an odd quick step in a fox trot. Christ, Daisy said, Will you stop? Will you leave that fox at all? And be... <laughs> <laughs> you want to know fox trots. In 2022, the legendary East Clare Constantina player and ambassador of East Clare, Mary McNamara, released a book about her memories, music transcripts, and a CD of her time growing up in Lena's. Sitting by the turf fire in the front room of what is now Shorts, Mary shares some of those memories with us and the uniqueness of some of the recordings. The book is, is basically, it's called Sundays at Linus and it's a collection of memories and tunes from the, the era that I played music here as I was a child growing up. I learned my tunes from these musicians, Bill Malley, Joe Ban. Uh, Martin Rochford, all those musicians that came in here at the time, John Nocton, Peter Hayes, 
And tunes they played at that time, uh, while they were all still local tunes and very much standard tunes of today, they had very different versions of the tunes, all kind of learned by ear and that people bring them from different areas. And I grew up learning these tunes. My father brought along a tape recorder to a lot of the sessions and taped the music. And it was later on, as I progressed in my own musical life, that I was listening back to these tapes and again playing the tunes that I had been playing, playing them in other places and people saying, lovely tune, where'd you get that? That's a bit different, you know. So I transcribed all the music that was on those recordings and I wrote my memories and I put it into book format and I said, what am I going to call this? So I'm looking at titles and trying to come up with titles, but some does it lean has kept coming up in the conversation. So I said, look, there's the title of the book. So basically it tells the little story of our Sundays here after Mass on a Sunday where we would come and play in this very bar with the musicians. And it's a tribute to those days and to Lena herself. And I have to say, um, I come in here today and it's like being here 40, 50 years ago. Nothing has changed. I really have to say hands up to Jerry Shorty. He's done a great job only for him. I don't think we'd be enjoying the music that we're enjoying here in East Clare today. So I think there's a great, um, a great thanks to Jerry for carrying forward that. But on a Sunday evening you'd have White Pint and things like that and you'd have Joe Ben and Bill Maley and the Grovens, Bob Groven, Paddy Groven, Dr Bill, it used to be great, Martin Rochford. This is before the big, big class now and sure Lena was, Lena was fantastic, like keep everyone, keep the atmosphere, yeah. But you'd have a few chairs and a few porter barrels and you'd be sitting around. And, and uh, yeah, it was great. She was a great host. Mm. She was. In 70, when she built the place, she started the session. You know. mm-hmm. So that was the start of the Thursday night session. Well, this music like it started back when Lena was in her prime. She added an extension, oh, the pub was doing fine. And now, to fill this fine lounge bar, she came up with a plan. We'll have music every Thursday night for every woman and man. Then when Lena done the extension in, in, in 1970 it was, that's when the Thursday night session started. And uh, it was the, the, the key man at that time here was Matty Ryan. Mm. Matty was probably one of the finest accordion players in the country at the time, Matty. And with him at the time was uh, Dan Moriarty on the drums, Jack MacDonald on the drums, he used to play periodically with him as well. Jack now used to play with the Tolly Cayley band. And uh, if Matty was playing with the band, Lena used to sit down for me and I'd come up and do a bit of something for yeah. him. And uh, later on, Dismal Care, of course, played an awful lot here with Matty as well. Later on, then Dennis O'Callaghan played Dennis. There were the early years of this um, Thursday night session. The session at the time was something like the, if you like the old dance halls at the time. Do you know the Cayleys at the dance halls where you'd have three, three reels, three sets, three waltzes, three sets, three waltzes, three Juvenas. Here, the place used to be packed to be around the house and mind the dresser, no fancy Paddy McGrath sets. <laughs> there were many a character and dancer that stood out over the early years. Seamus Bugler, Kevin Costello, Margaret McGrath, Paddy McGrath and Pat Mullins share some of their memories. 
course, uh, in, in the early years that I was talking about the um, round the house and mind the dresser, we, we had some great characters coming here at the time. I suppose one of the leading ones would be Bill O'Donnell. Bill is from a place called Polygona or Lockatoric, yeah. up near Woodford. Mm. But he was something else dancing the, the, the um, round the house and mind the dresser. He'd, give, he'd be always giving it the heel and toe, you know. Mm. But uh, of course, we, there were other great dancers like that. Michael Sheedy, of course, in the area, they'd be very young at the time, and they were there dancing as well. And Jimmy Maloney and Kathleen. Yeah, they were there, yeah. Mike Hall. Mike Hall. Mike Hall. Yeah. And there was a Sean Enron, he was a big strong He was, he was. He was and he'd be, he be dancing around the house as well. Yeah. Playing it. And I suppose Jack Hoolahan at that time. He would, yeah. Jack used to be in the middle, he'd be directing traffic. He would, yeah. <laughs> 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 he would indeed, yeah. He was kind of the master of ceremonies. And yeah. He'd, he'd be keeping you from, you'd have to keep one around and circle. But you could step dancing here at this door and go all the way up to the bend and in a round in a circle or whatever way you wanted to do it. The floor was dead flat. Yeah. There were great times. You Maybe. No, for a lot of them. The great dancers now, they have passed on to their eternal reward, as they say. But, uh, yeah, it used, it used to be very enjoyable, that, that, that uh, round the house. As time went on, then, that kind of faded away. And it kind of, came, it kind of got to be, a, if you like, a, a musician's session, session yeah. you know, where we used to meet in the small place here. And I'm trying to think of the people who were here, was Michael Dynan. Jimmy Brody when he was around, oh, yeah. always called here. There was a man I, I was thinking of today. There were two brothers in it, Jimmy and Patrick Clone. And occasionally they used to be here. Jimmy used to do recitations. That's right, that sort yeah. Of, of course, Paddy O'Donoghue. Paddy was the key man here when when I started back here, yeah. you know, and uh, yourself, Pat. And, and Pat Costello Pat used to Costa be an odd night here. Mary McNamara and Des Mulcair share their memories on the building of the new extension. It's opening in 1970 and some of the wonderful musicians, dancers and listeners who were part of the nights back then. For me, I, people say to me, where did you learn your music? I'd say Lena's Barn Fecal, I learned most of it. I played here as a child and one of my very strong memories is I remember this building, the new extension that Lena built. And I remember when it was built and I remember the day that they celebrated opening it. And I was young at the time, I was still going to school and we were children playing out in the back garden and we were flying in and out and the atmosphere in there in that room, mm. there were dancing sets, playing tunes, singing songs. It's gone since and it has never stopped. When I walk in there, I cannot, I, I think about people like Michael McMahon, the Kerr coming in, Dr. Bill Lucknan, uh, Tom Hinchy, all those wonderful people and they all loved to dance and we got up and danced with them and dancing was a big part of the Thursday nights. Mm. Uh, Matty Ryan would play and um, day small care. The atmosphere was so, so good, but it was around the house set. There was no Caledonia, no plane set or anything. So you went around the house and you kept going until the music finished. You might have a pain in your hip at the end of it, but it was lovely and it was just, and it was a lovely, and they were all beautiful dancers, exceptional dancers. Bill Malley used to come and play the fiddle, a lovely man. And he used to have Johnny, his son, and Paddy and Ned Curry and 
Yerushalda Joban, to be here at Lenestin and we'd be finished playing and the next thing Joban started to tin whistle. He was looking unusual. Tin whistle was having lovely tunes, but Lena used to be like a devil trying to stop him, closing time. But uh, Bill Malley was lovely, lovely man and nice singer too. Uh, beyond in Scarif, as we're mentioning, uh, here in Fakeland, Scarif, shooters only down the road. You had James Handlin and James Sheedy and Tommy Dowdle and Michael Tohey and Denny Dillon and uh, there was a whole crowd of them. There was Sonny Moore and, of course, all the O'Donnell's, Jack and Paddy and Eddie. And they were lovely people. And as I said, they came in, they took that drink and they talked business for a while. But the minute the music started... <laughs> One of Seamus's great friends was Jay Boland, who, as well as being a regular at the sessions, had some quite unique talents of his own. Seamus recorded the following piece in his kitchen a number of years ago. Another one of our our uh, regulars here was Jay Ball and Jay from Tungreni. Jay was a used to play the accordion now and he was a fantastic lilter. He'd always come up and, and, and lilt when you had to do his party piece. The tourists just loved and the, the tourists, tourists just really loved him. Most of the open yeah. looking at him. Yeah. Brilliant. Ah, he was lovely. A, a bit of history that he was one of the Bodike Cayley band from back years ago. There was a Cayley band of Bodike and uh, Jay was on the accordion, Joe Fitz on the accordion, Paddy Fitz on the accordion, John Tobin on the concert flute, Jimmy Wiley and the drums, Peggy Brady, singer. Thursday nights in Fecal were not just popular with the locals. Visitors from across the Atlantic came to the sessions on tour, organised by the Irish-born American musician Mick Maloney. News of these sessions were spread quickly and resulted in a full house and a very late night. Of course, another, another great night we used to have here was the night when, when uh, Mick Maloney, Mick from the States, would bring his, his tour, his guided, do his guided tour here. Mm. He'd, he'd do, uh, he'd have all the different venues left out for his tour, but here was always the first. And uh, when he'd come to Shannon, he'd, he'd always, he'd always uh, come here, it was on a Thursday night. And of course he'd let us know, Paddy or, or myself or Pat there, and we'd, we'd let, uh, 
like PJ Hayes and Paddy Kenny and all those, we, we, we let them know and they'd all come here. We used to have great nights here all together. Mm. Vincent Griffin, of course, would be another one. And the two Diamonds, Tommy and Michael. Mm. But they'd all be here and plus, of course, he'd have, he'd have musicians from the States as well. It used to be very funny if towards the end of the, of the night, some of the, some of the ones on tour might be anxious for an early night and of course the musicians wouldn't want to go home until tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and things wouldn't be going down so well, but uh, they were fantastic nights, great, great nights. Dancer and musician Paddy McGrath remembers the dancing nights in Lena's, the format of the Around the House and Mind the Dresser and how it differed from other venues. Well, sure, um, I suppose uh, I started coming, I suppose we'd say when I was 16, 17 and there long. Oh, and 10 years When Dina had it. Matty Ryan. Matty and uh, Courtney O'Callaghan. Dennis Callaghan. Dennis Callaghan. And Dan Moriarty was the drummer. And he'd be smoking a, a non-tip cigarette and the ashes would be nailed to the lint of the cigarette and he'd play on the drums. <laughs> There'd be half the lint of the cigarettes anyway. And he was a lovely drummer. Where we do the dancing, the, the band just played there. It was stage. In, oh, yeah. in, in a little stage. Yeah. Dennis Callaghan was the, you sing. Matthew mm-hmm. Ryan, the accordion, Desmond Cairn, banjo. And Dan Murray after the drums. They played lovely music. And then you'll have to sit around the house because when we used to go to the Green Grove, other dance places, it was nearly all figure dancing. The floor would be full of would say eight uh, dancing but when you came here you could go to two that's the lovely thing about the, s- around, the house. around the house and why the two two people can start off and dance on their own or ten toes the, the around the house is uh, it includes everyone very inclusive to, to be a pity to see a dying actually there an awful lot of the set dancers don't even know how to dance around the house because you have to do it in reverse. Mm-hmm. There's a kind of a technique in it, in, in doing it, because you stay going around in a circle. Then if the circle gets too big, what, maybe five or six couples will go into the centre and make a circle in the centre, uh, inside the outside ring. It's, uh, the set dancing is lovely, and a lot of mu- musicians like to see dancers too, because it lifts them as well. Dancing was always a part of music, really. Yeah. The, the, the dancing and you have the singing as well. Yes. Now, when you go back to the time of the band, in well, there might be someone from the audience asked to sing mm-hmm. on different occasions, but it was mostly Dennis Callahan done the singing in that. Maybe Dismal Care. Yeah, Dismal Care did as well. Do a bit of singing. Yeah. But um, nowadays, Seamus gets different people to join in and sing a few songs for a half an hour, and mm-hmm. it's lovely. Mullins and Seamus Bugler have a long-standing friendship that is well into its fourth decade. Pat takes us back to when he first met Seamus. Well, uh, first recollection I have of meeting Seamus, I think, was at Minogue's in Bodike. 
and I met Seamus there. I was playing, I, I came over to play with Paddy O'Donoghue. And after that, we played at Martin Woods concert, the concert on his anniversary, I think, uh, in Mount Shannon. And, and I met Seamus again there. And Paddy was playing a little bit with Seamus and I started coming along into the sessions, which was here in this very bar. That's about 1989. That's my recollection of it. It has gone on quite a while since. And uh, we used to come over and Pat Costello used to come. But Paddy O'Donoghue, Sean McMahon, of course, was. We used to pick up Sean sometimes on the way and Sean was a great man for the song. Those little men who used the pen and wrote the praises high must have forgot that beauty spot that in not rust come and lie. The overlook lock hand with its wooded banks and Kilronan's lovely dell and the cage mountains looking down on Lasser's holy well. And it was the start of a great relationship. Well, it has, it has been great up to now, anyway, it has been 35 years ago. Since since then, uh, we were coming here because you had the session going here. That's right, that's so right. You, uh, you came over that time and you played at the mess there with, with uh, Paddy. I did, And afterwards then... I played in the concert with Paddy as well concert, that and, and we had a great session, as you know, down in, 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 in McNamara's in, in Mount Shannon, yeah, where, yeah. where it is now Koshnahauna. I suppose Pat Costler came in because he, he would travel with me. That's right. Or, that's or, right. Shannon, mm. or I would travel with him, whatever was mm. the the order of the day. That's right. And but it's strange the way it changed over the years. The session here has changed from being what I was saying previous there about the dancing, packed out dancing real sets to uh, session music here in the small bar. Yeah. And that was around the time that Kind of started, Pat, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. And people like um, like um, Pat Costello would be here. Connor Tully used to be here. Connor and, yeah, Tim. And Tim. their wives used to come down on a regular basis here. Yeah. So many people like that used to call in here for the for the sessions, you know, and, and um, it was very hard to move without into the big place at the time. You know. And Jimmy Brody, of course, would often and be Jimmy here. Jimmy here, yeah. yeah. And he had a daughter that played the flute as well. Kira, yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. <coughs> a, lovely, a lovely flute player. But uh, it was around that time then a lot of the great young musicians started to come here. You know, one back um, players like Michal O'Rourke from Tulla. He's an All-Ireland champion. <coughs> and uh, he'd be here. Ivan Conner was another great young musician. Several used to come back that back that time. Of course, years later, then we had some great, great musicians as well. You know, you had so many families there. As Seamus acknowledges, many of the great young musicians who have attended the sessions with their parents. Another young fella reminds us that he is part of the tradition as well. I came here as a young fella as well. You did, but I'm only I'm only coming here twenty odd years or so. Mm-hmm. Now you're very young. You're a very young fella. <laughs> 
Lest we forget, Martin Breen, who you will find in situ most Thursday nights with Seamus Bogler and Pat Mullins, shares his memories of bringing his daughter, Tara, to Shorts as a young musician and how she still comes here as an adult and the challenges that brings with it to her father. But uh, Tara still comes out here now, uh, 20 years later, and she loves her Thursday nights. She comes out one or two nights a year, maybe three nights a year if we're lucky. And some nights she'll bring uh, a crowd of, of, of misfits from Innes and from wherever, and there'll be banjos and cardians and boxes and fiddles and whatever. Actually, I remember the, the last night, and I made the mistake of trying to keep up with them in, in, in drinking. And, and Lord bless us, we had a great night, but we were a week coming out of it. was always terribly welcoming to young musicians and I sit here with him now and I see that's what it's all about and so that's why I come back for the, for the fun and the laugh of it and the, 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 the music because it's, it's just something special it's, it's so special Well I'd be asking you to play a tune I suppose as you talked about young players Martin one of the great young players coming here at the moment is Ashling Clark probably she's one of the finest young fiddle players in, in, in the country at the moment and Ashling has been coming here since she was started playing really and she'd walk in there and sit down and play her music but she is she's a fantastic fiddle player singer the lot. So my name is Ashling and I'm 22 and I've been coming here to Shorts since I was about 15. I was coming every Thursday for the vast majority of my uh, secondary school life and it's such a special place to me because like it's because of Seamus basically that I have any confidence to play in front of people at all because when I started coming first and he'd asked me to play a solo I'd just be quaking in my boots I just couldn't like I, I just wasn't able to play at all in front of people but because I kept coming and he was so encouraging and always like you know saying telling me to keep it up and whatnot and uh, just through that I suppose that's how I built confidence and that's why I can play in front of people anywhere, I suppose. Yeah, it's just such a nice community as well to be a part of. You know, everyone's so friendly and, you know, it's really special that there's all the people that come to listen as well. You know, you have all the different aspects like the music, the singing, the dancing and, yeah, just a mix of everything else.
So the tunes I played there was one I composed myself called A Thursday Night in Fecal, named after the session, yeah, cause, and it's in A major because that's a, I feel like that's a really bright, uplifting key and this place really is uh, uplifting to me. I'm on my midterm break at the minute from school and teaching down in Cork and I'm back here and, you know, when I had the week off I made sure that I'd be here for the Thursday night. In the next episode, we continue to explore the tradition of the venue, the music and the generations of families who are driving its success into the future. I mean, after all, it's great to see the young people at it. Because when we're along, they'll be keeping the thing going, you know. Contributors in episode one, history, were Seamus Bugler, Des Mulcair, Mary McNamara, Kevin Costello, Paddy McGrath, Margaret McGrath, Pat Mullins, Martin Breen. Music featured in this episode was brought to you by Seamus Bugler and Jay Boland, Seamus Bugler, Martin Breen, the late Jay Boland, Pat Mullins, Tara Breen and Ashley Clark. Swinging on the Gate Reel was taken from the album Life in the Slow Lane by Seamus Bugler, Pat Mullins, the late Paddy O'Donoghue and the late Pat Costello. Solo Lenting by the late Jay Boland. Singing clip of Dennis Donlan's composition Thursday Night at Lena's was sung by Jerry Short. The Banks of Mulray Bay sung by Des Mulcair. The Road to Ballyfarum by Sean McMahon, taken from the East Clare Singers CD, recorded in Short Spar by Seamus Bugler. Lilting Clip was by Seamus Bugler, Pat Mullins and Martin Breen. Closing Music by Ashling Clark, playing her own composition entitled A Thursday Night in Fecal. With thanks to all who contributed to the making of this documentary, special thanks to Derek Credit Union, the Loss Arena Helping Hand Fund, who kindly supported this production. The Long and the Short of It, A Thursday Night in Fecal, documentary and this accompanying podcast were produced by Cleana Donlan and edited by the staff of Scarif Bay Community Radio.